my church dance. Every lounge. Yeah. Wonder. Wonder. Where skits get the wheel? Wonder why they don't like me, baby. Pride is on me, yeah. I'm clean, lady. Yeah, yeah, they testing for the fashion. All these motherfucking niggas, they be capping. I already said I'm doing, doing. I'm finna eat a sensu. I'm so skinny, so I guess I'm lean. Young fly nigga with JBG. I want a girl that has a passion. A type of girl that's into fashion. Why the look at her eyes distracted? Plus, plus the pink though, it's like it's like caps. We both know the truth. I wanted you. If it sounds like this, I wish I knew. We both know the truth. I Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. We are starting a new season. Season 11 means that we've been around three and a half years now. And I've decided that I'm going to do something very different this time. And I'm actually going to rebrand the podcast and I'm changing the name of the podcast. Um, I think something that's happened recently in, 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 um, in the last few months is I think I've really become just like so much more in tuned with um with my i guess with my stage in life and uh what that means and like where where my perspective and all the decisions that i'm making it's coming from so we're definitely going to start changing that sort of um dialogue a little bit and do a lot more um personal stories for you do a little bit more storytelling do Things that um, impact me in a way that I think um, it's just it's just different. And I think, you know, we've done interviews before. We've brought you stories. We've brought you people. We'll still do a little bit of that. But I think what I'm definitely going to be trying to do now is trying to just give you guys some more perspective on where um, I stand. So the, the idea for the the change of the name was because, you know, as um, as I get older, the more that I think about it, the more that I that I decided that I wanted to, okay, let's see how this works. I wanted to just give you guys a little bit more about me and a little bit more of what I do and who I am and the things that, uh, that matter to me. So I definitely wanted to um, bring a change to that. So I'm going to be changing it to Senora Vibes because that's really who I am and that's really where where a lot of the, 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 the fun is. It, it's like in that change, in that era, in that new era. They call it the Senora era. Um, but for me, it's like Senora Vibes because I really do feel like those are vibes. And it's sort of like, uh, I think it's something that's happening right now in the... I guess in the community, in the Latino community, or maybe with the Latinas um, themselves, is like they're starting to really capture more of like who they are in terms of their history, their experience, um, their work, what they've done. Um, I think we reach a certain place, maybe, you know, our 40s or mid 40s or um, our mid, uh, maybe our, our, our early 50s, and we think about, you know, where we are and where we're standing. Uh, and I think that's something that I'm definitely thinking a lot about. So I'm definitely going to be bringing more topics around that, definitely talking a little bit more about who I am in terms of the things that shape me and what, what it does for me. But, you know, some people have mentioned that, like, the boss babe era, like, that's done and that's over. Hustle culture, done, over. Um, señoras are now, you know, embracing who we are and sort of that, that pivoting of, of, like, you know, what we stand for and who we um, do things for. I'm going to take this off because it's just bugging me. So, um, yeah, so I'm thinking a little bit more about the... The perspective, the idea that uh, we can definitely be 
moving a little bit more towards, you know, who we are and what goals are we trying to reach at this point in our life? You know, every single decade that goes by, I'm, I'm two years away from 50. So I think I've come to sort of a place where I'm just like super comfortable just kind of sharing my my thoughts and my experiences with all of you. And um, yeah, I still I still participate a lot in that hustle culture. And I still participate a lot in like a lot of that boss um, bossy thing because I actually just started two new jobs which is something that I'm definitely going to talk about today and uh, what it means to just like learn something again and going back to school for for somebody in their senora era in 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 our time or so just recently I started taking real estate classes because uh, my husband and I are investors, and so we always figure that one of us should definitely get our license, um, just because it makes sense for us business-wise to just be able to do that. And so for me, it was just like a good idea for me to go and get it and definitely um, work on getting my, my license. Guys, going back to school was really, really hard. I have not been in school for maybe 25 years. I think maybe 25 years since I graduated in my, with my master's in 01. I mean, it's been a long time. I think it's even more, it's even longer than that. I don't know. Got to think about it. Anyways, um, so going back to school is definitely not something a senora can definitely do easily and um, as quickly and learn things as fast as most people. I think I struggled at the very beginning to kind of get myself just, just that time to 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 learn again to rethink things and like how I used to write notes. How did I write notes before? How did I learn things? How did I learn new concepts? Like how did I go into um, classes or whatever it was in college and, and learn things? I couldn't, I, I think my brain was just so um, latent, like it was asleep. It was not awake. It was just sort of like having like a big, big hibernation period. And all of a sudden I'm asking it, like, we're going to learn new concepts. We're going to learn about real estate. We're going to learn about uh, promulgated forms. We're going to learn about uh, different types of loans for houses. We're going to talk about where those loans come from, the different kinds of loans, who's uh, providing, who's investors. Uh, what do investors look for when they're, I mean, there was just so many things that I had to learn. And even though Rusk and I have been investing in real estate for the last three years I mean that's helpful but a lot of the details I was just not very like comfortable with and just definitely not um not familiar with and just having to relearn all of that was just not not easy but anyways I think that's one of those things that as as we get older and we enter a certain stage in our life we for me for example I'm always ready to learn something new and just because I've I've become you know a senora now and I have my senora vibes I don't think that means that I stop learning or I stop doing things that I want to do or um achieving new goals or reaching new levels in whatever is my professional and personal life I think that that's something that I definitely um want to continue doing and definitely pursue in terms of like who who I am and and what the kind of person that I am, that kind of thing. So for sure, I think uh, one thing that I would say is very helpful is to take your time. So I definitely took my time with my my learning of my real estate um, concepts. It took me a few a few months. Uh, most people will go into a classroom and just do it and just handle it. For me, I just had too many things going on. I just couldn't do it all at one time. So I definitely took my time and I gave myself 
a little bit of a break. The other thing that I know that I did for myself was um, I didn't hold myself to the standards I usually hold myself as when I was in college, you know. So when I was in college, I was like hardcore about studying in school and all of that. And so for me, you know, just kind of like learning that uh, I just did not have to go so gung-ho and be so hardcore about my learning. I could have definitely, I definitely gave myself a little bit more time with that too, just give myself more breaks. Um, they do allow you to take online classes. So I did that. I did the online classes. I didn't go to the school. But the last few weeks, um, I definitely went inside a classroom and just did a lot of practice work and just some practice tests there. So senoras out there, my senora ladies, all of my senoritas, all of the senoras out there, you can definitely learn something new. Uh, just learn to give yourself a little bit of grace, a little bit of time, a little bit of, of a break. Um, definitely the other thing that I did because I'm older and I have older kids, my kids are 20 and 15, um, they took on a lot of the slack. They took on a lot of the work that I would have definitely done. My husband took on more things as well just because I could not uh, handle some of those things plus the studying plus taking my courses and going to my prep sessions. Um, so that definitely you know, is something I, I recommend. Definitely take your time, uh, delegate uh, duties and responsibilities. I know that we like doing everything. I know that I feel like I have to do everything because nobody does it like me. Here we go, senora. Senora vibes right here with my white hair. I just saw that. Um, and so that for sure, like give yourself, you know, some time and some space. I passed my tests on the first try, which is amazing because only 58% of the people pass. Um, they always said the Texas real estate exam is hard. But I think that the thing that helped me was that I reviewed a lot of concepts a lot of times. The other thing that I think helped me was I knew there was a YouTube channel called The Prep Agent. So every time I got in my car, I would put The Prep Agent on YouTube and he would go over vocabulary. So I went through the vocabulary a few times. That was very helpful. There's also books that give you like a lot of practice tests. I did a lot of the practice tests and whenever I got something wrong, I went back and I redid that question over and over. The hardest part for me was the math just because I'm just not very good at math and it never have been. I mean, give me an English paper and I'll do that. It's not a problem. But I think for me, it was definitely the math and those concepts that have to do with the math. But um, uh, they were fine. I just uh, went over those a few times, learned some of the, the algorithms, learned some of the equations how, you know, changing square feet to yards, from yards to miles and miles to acres, that kind of thing. So definitely, um, senoras out there, you can do this. You can definitely approach it. Let me know what you're learning that's new or something that you're trying, you know, for the first time in a long time that you haven't done. Um, like for me, you know, going back to school was definitely something that I did not, um, I just don't know if I if I anticipated it. Maybe I did. I just didn't think it would be this hard and my brain to be this, like, fried at the end. Um, so definitely something that I, I um, approach in that sense. So, senoras out there, now that you know where I come from, let me know what your thoughts are. And let me know if you like the new idea of the podcast. I'm niching it down a little bit. I'm really creating something much more... Um, focused on a community that I'm very familiar with and just very comfortable with. And I don't know, just let me know what, what are you thinking? Definitely um, look at the description. I have a new 
a new experience coming up. It's called the Texas Podcast Experience, and it's for podcasters or for women who are content creators or for women who are, you know, bloggers or wanted to do, want to start a podcast. We are doing the podcast experience. It's going to be a breakout session with a branding expert. You're also going to hear panelists talk about, you know, their process. And then at the end, we are also offering VIP, um, uh, for the VIP tickets, an opportunity for you to have a one-on-one mentorship or mentoring at the event with a seasoned podcaster, an expert podcaster who can give you some feedback on where you are, what you're trying to do, and where you're going. So definitely look out for that. That's going to be October 7th, Saturday, October 7th. We have the most beautiful venue. It's called the Cuvée Collection. It's an amazing, amazing place over here on the west side of Houston, and it's just beautiful, gorgeous, big place where it's like a wine bar, but at the same time, it's an event space. It's a warehouse. You can definitely... um, um, set up uh, your own a cage to, to hold your wines. That's something that we definitely love to do because Rusk loves to um, buy wine when we travel. So whenever it comes in, it's a great place for you to put your wine. So that's the Cuvette Collective, and they're amazing, and they're wonderful, and Jeannie is the owner. It's a female-owned um place so let me know what you guys are thinking i definitely want to know if you like this new concept it's definitely going to be shorter and sweeter and we're not doing the one hour 45 minutes anymore we're just doing this for now and so this is a part of what uh of what the new change is going to be i'm starting uh, my real like i said my real estate career so i think this just makes all the sense in the world just to kind of like give it a little bit of a of a break with the long formats all right guys let me know what's up